Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. Mother Teresa, come be my light, the private writings of the Saint of Calcutta. Chapter 10 continued. Unwanted, unloved, unclaimed. As Mother Teresa continued her mission of spreading God's love to the poor, the daily vivid picture of their distress, implanted in her mind, seemed to her the only fitting way to describe the state of her soul. Several weeks after writing to the co-workers, she wrote to Father Nooner, How very kind of you to pray for me and to write. I have been reading The Nun, St. Margaret Mary and the Sacred Heart by Margaret Truner. Her love for Jesus gave me such painful longing to love as she loved, to love as she loved him. How cold, how empty, how painful is my heart. Holy Communion, Holy Mass, all the holy things of the spiritual life, of the life of Christ in me, are all so empty, so cold, so unwanted. The physical situation of my poor, left in the streets, unwanted, unloved, unclaimed, are the true picture of my own spiritual life, of my love for Jesus. And yet this terrible pain has never made me desire to have it different. What's more, I want it to be like this for as long as he wants it. Maybe in June I will come to Bombay. If Nirmala still wants to see me, I will be most willing either to go to Pune or let her come to the convent in Bombay. It would also give her a chance to see the work. Pray for me that I may in kindness and joy go about doing good. Yours in Jesus, Mother Teresa M.C. The condition of the poor on Calcutta's streets, rejected by all and abandoned to their pain, was, she claimed, the true picture of my own spiritual life. She had reached the point of complete identification with her people, with their misery, loneliness, and rejection. She, too, felt unwanted, not by people who needed her, but by the one who meant more to her than life, her God. She, too, felt unloved, not by the multitude that flocked around her, but by God whom she loved with all the powers of her soul. She, too, felt unclaimed not by the poor who found a mother in her, but by God, the child of whose love she claimed to be. Her interior darkness gave Mother Teresa the capacity to comprehend the feelings of the poor. The greatest evil is the lack of love and charity, the terrible indifference toward one's neighbor who lives 
at the roadside assaulted by exploitation, corruption, poverty, and disease, she would later say. And she did her part to help change the horrifying conditions of the poor. Not only did she meet their material needs, she offered more. For she knew that people today are hungry for love, for understanding, love which is much greater and which is the only answer to loneliness and great poverty. Those she served knew that she loved them, understood them, suffered with them. They felt that for her, they were the only person in the world at that moment. It was not just the material help, but especially her love that made the difference. She insisted with her sisters that they would not understand the poor unless they experienced poverty themselves. Jesus was sent by the Father to the poor. And to be able to understand the poor, Jesus had to know and experience that poverty in his own body and soul. We too must experience poverty if we want to be true carriers of God's love. To be able to proclaim the good news to the poor, we must know what is poverty. Without her interior darkness, without knowing such a longing for love and the pain of being unloved, and without this radical identification with the poor, Mother Teresa would not have won over their trust and their hearts to the extent she did. Mother Teresa's suffering was at the deepest possible level, that of her relationship with God. And in her zeal for the salvation of others, she willingly embraced the full measure of this suffering so that the poor she loved might experience the full measure of God's love. As a consequence, her darkness became her great blessing. Her deepest secret was indeed her greatest gift. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. How can this be the case that Mother Teresa's greatest secret her deepest secret was her greatest gift. The deepest secret was this darkness, this feeling in her soul that God himself did not love her, did not want her, did not care about her. She felt cut off from the Lord. And how was this the great gift? Precisely because it helped her in her mission. And what was her mission? 
Her mission was to be a carrier of God's love to the poorest of the poor. Her mission was to, in a way that had never been done before in the church, to embrace the poor, to embrace Christ in the poor, to satiate the thirst of Christ in the poor for love. Now God had inspired her with this work. He showed her what he wanted, but he didn't leave her where she was. He wanted her to enter deeply, as deeply as she could, into the experience of the poor, both in their physical poverty, but also in their spiritual poverty. The fact that they felt cast off by the world, the fact that they felt abandoned, the fact that they felt unwanted and unloved. And how would Mother Teresa possibly sympathize with them? What would motivate her in a special way to feel sorry for them and to go to them and to enter into their world? Well, if she herself felt that. And how much greater would she be able to sympathize with them if it wasn't just human rejection she experienced? But she had an experience or a feeling, it seemed like to her, that God had rejected her. Well, then she would know by experience. She would know this sense of being unwanted and unloved. And when people came to her who were unwanted and love, unloved by this world, she would know what to say to them. She would know how to love them. She would know what they're going through. Really know it. <laughs> and who then does this remind us of? Well, Jesus. We do not have a great high priest, St. Paul says. We do not have a great high priest who cannot sympathize with us in our weakness, but who has been tried in every way as we are. God became man. God himself lived a human and historical life. God the Son, in his human nature, experienced our condition. And he sympathizes with us. He loves us. We can't say to God now, oh, you don't know what it's like. He does. Poor, betrayed, tried, rejected, joyful, welcomed, then rejected. All of the human things that we go through, he went through. And that's the kind of thing the poor saw in Mother Teresa. And that's the kind of thing that they picked up in her. They couldn't say to her, oh, you don't know what it's like. <laughs> she did know what it's like. And so we ask Mother tonight to help us to embrace our own crosses, our own darkness, our own disappointments. For they may be part of some great plan that's far beyond us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.